everyone. Welcome to Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Britt. I'm Tim, and we are recapping Married at First Sight, season 16, episode 2. I don't have no idea what the title of this episode was. You don't? It never showed up last night on Amazon. Oh. So, sorry. Okay, so we are recapping episode two for you today. We hope you had lovely weeks. Um, let's just jump right in. Other, Oh, I'm sorry that we didn't finish After Party. I know some of you reached out and were like, you missed some stuff. So we missed them swapping out the girls for the guys. And I know we found out that um, that moment between Shaquille and his grandma was actually so much like sweeter and more poignant than we knew because she passed shortly after that. Mm. So that was the last time he saw her, which is heartbreaking, but also really, really sweet because she is amazing at the wedding, her presence. Um, And if I'm forgetting anything else that felt crucial, I'm sorry, but here we are. And we watched the full after party this week. Um, Okay, I have a question off the top. Okay. Do we have a villain? Um, I think we have a couple, right? I mean, a new for me, I guess a new villain, a, a potential villain emerged this week in my own mind because I was maybe gave this person the benefit of the doubt last week. Okay. And I'm like, are we talking about the person that I said I'm concerned about last week as well? Kirsten? Oh, no. I thought I was like, we talked about Clint being oh, we know last that. week. We okay. know that. That's, oh, that's done. I'm asking, do we have a new one? I I mean, I'm saying it's very high risk. We are high risk Kirsten villain territory. territory. I'm um, not I'm not saying that we've crossed over, no. but we're getting very close to that line. We are. We are. And I think the thing that throws me is like seeing her in after party with the relationship she clearly has with the girls that are good. That's the part that I'm like, okay. Maybe you're not a total bitch, but I don't know. I guess that's not saying a lot. Like Mirla is still close to her cast. I, and so is throughout the episode. It started off on a with a bad people. taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, from the beginning of the episode through the end of after party that nothing really made me feel better about anything. Right. So, yeah. So we ended right, right before she was walking down the aisle and obviously as we were talking about last week, she made it clear, like, I will not let him kiss me on the lips if I'm not attracted to him. So that was the big, like, so what's it going to be? And she obviously made her comments about not wanting him to be bald. And then she turns around the corner and he is bald. And yeah, so we finally got to act. We just picked up right where we left off. And I mean, she was definitely like weird for the whole ceremony. It was the most depressing they didn't even speak when she arrived it was the most depressing ceremony without like a real reason for it to be depressing Mm -hmm. or or awkward and it just was and i was like what the hell it was very bizarre well she gets to the like she gets down the aisle usually there's an acknowledgement between the people being set up that are like hi hi nice to meet you nice to meet you like anything even if it's nervous even if it's awkward as hell there's always words spoken she like does this weird like almost like it feels like she painted on a smile but she's in hell 
Yeah. And she's our, and so she gets to the front and she just keeps this weird look on her face pasted. And like, it's so weird. It's like, it's dead silent. And then the pastor person has to come, the minister comes in and is like, okay, here we, and I'm like, yeah, there's, there's been a lot, there's a lot of interesting edits that we're used to in during wedding time and Mm -hmm. pre-wedding. Like I was under the impression that only um, Nicole and Chris were the ones to exchange gifts because that's the only thing that we saw. And then we find out an after party. We're just going to be weaving after party in throughout this episode. But we see an after party that everyone, it looked like, exchanged gifts. We saw no, which I'll get to in a second. We saw no interaction between groom and couples and like spouses, family. You know, every once in a while we get the, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so, nice to meet you. You We're big believers in the groom walking over to the bride's family like before she walks out. Yeah, we got none of that. And so I was kind of thrown when this started. I'm like, did we cut out the part where you guys introduced, like introduced one another to each other? Mm -hmm. Or are we, this is how we're starting off. awkward as hell. Because then he has like a delayed, like the the minister speaks for like a sentence or two. And then he just laughs, remember? And she's like, what? And he's like, and then he's just like blown away. He's like, I'm just blown away by like how beautiful you are. And says, God knew what he was doing when he made you. And it was very like cute and natural. And it felt like a delayed, like that should have happened right when she got there, but she was so silent that he didn't know what to do. Well, also too, it puts in, I mean, she's walking down the aisle and I'm just getting pure ice. Yeah. Pure ice. And, you know, we obviously know that there's, you have your nervousness. This is a just a completely backwards, bizarre scenario yeah. to find yourself in. But I'm also thinking to myself, it's revealed in After Party that she gets like a bag of uh, loot on pre- uh, like on par oh with what God. celebrities get at like award the most shows. Epic gift basket I have ever seen. Ray Bans, jewelry. Oh my God, I know all this stuff. And it's like at the very least that should make you smile walking right. down the aisle. Right. Like he has good taste. He knows Goodness how to take care gracious. of someone. Yeah, I just was like I could not get a read on her the whole time, but I feel like the obvious thing is like she's coming off very uninterested and very guarded and like which this is your first impression and not only for him but for like I was putting myself in the position of being like if I was Shaq's brother or mm-hmm. f- or friend or mm-hmm. something like that and I'm watching this unfold yeah I'm like Excuse oh, me, no. can this lady put a smile on her face, right. please? Like, you're already starting off at a deficit with me because you look so somber and you have major RBF. Yeah, <laughs> which, yeah, she did address last week. Um, her vows were good, though. I didn't write any details, but I was like, okay, she wrote some nice vows. His were, his were good and they were more, uh, like, they had more personality to them. And I liked that he was like, to my newest best friend. Mm-hmm. He said, and he said a couple funny jokes that like everybody else laughed at. And she just kept this like fake half smile and like would not give him a chortle. There was not a giggle in sight. And it was just like, you suck, dude. She just seemed very weary, unimpressed by his, what I thought were very sweet vows. And then of course, 
she gave him the cheek, which Keisha is calling it cheek gate. I'm here for it. We always have a gate. Every season we have a gate. We have multiple gates. We might have season. multiple gates. I mean, last week was Regatta Gate. Oh <laughs> anyway, cheat game. Eight minutes in, we got our first regatta drop. <laughs> um, but luckily, the only silver lining of cheat gate is that Shaquille, in his infinite op- infinite optimism, decides to reframe this experience and says he respects her more for not kissing him because he thinks it's sexy that she has boundaries. I'm like, okay. Okay, that's that is certainly a way to look at it. I felt like it was at least a little more human like afterwards. Like he definitely disarms her once they're sitting just together. You, you like she it's undeniable that he is just a sweet like person that's very good with people. So, you know, they're realizing common interests they have and then we get her side interview. He's bald and he's younger than me. So that's two strikes, but he has pretty teeth and a great personality. So that outweighs his physical looks. And I was just like, people with the things you can't unsay, like, how do you think, like, as I know it's reality TV, we want to hear it. But like, again, best foot forward, this is the first day and you are already doing like side interviews about how his physical experience uh, appearance is at least outweighed by his niceness like what do you think eight week from now husband is gonna feel about that exactly like if on the off chance that you do fall in love even if today you really are pretty sure you're not going to on the off chance you do you keep that to yourself and furthermore unless i have like unless i messed up I have them both listed as 32 years old. So Mm. we're talking about a matter of months that separate them. (laughs) It's not like this major gap. Right. Give me a break. Right. Um, I mean, it gets brought up. It's the first thing brought up in After Party is that she didn't kiss him. And I'm so happy that the girls called her out. Yeah. Yeah. She like, Keisha's like, so how do you feel about that now? And... Like, she seemed surprised watching herself back and, like, she was looking for a reason to say. And she was like, well, he should have asked me if he could kiss me. Oh, please. And Keisha goes, okay, so you would have kissed him if he asked? And she was like, it was like, I think so. I'm not buying that for no, a second. No, me either. But Nicole right does, like, she asks Nicole what she thinks. And Nicole says, I think you should have just done the kiss. And then Gina agrees. And... Kirsten says it's because the attraction isn't there. And so then I'm like, okay, so that's what it is. So why did you even say this thing before? She's all over the place. You're not attracted to him. And I just, I was really trying to like put on my detective glasses and like watch her say these words on after party, knowing like she's already in the aftermath of whatever happened and like read through all the lines, especially with attraction. Right. Because she's, you know, months down the road in real life at the after party from what we just watched. And when we're talking about that, I'm like, that's such a delicate issue and like will become a beast for a couple to deal with. It always is. How are you saying these words? Like, are you attracted to him now? I bottom line, I couldn't figure it out. No. And And I'm pretty sure it's bad. I think it's bad. I mean, here's the thing. An after party, she still harps on the the baldness. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. The baldness and, and the penis. The baldness <laughs> and the penis. And so I, my my whole thing with After Party is that these people are regular people. They're not actors. Right. And so it's it's a lot easier to, to, see through them. to suss out information. Yeah, I agree. Because all they're doing is not trying to spoil things, but they've never been put in this position right. before. Right, they're not pros at so it. So I'm not buying that this relationship has gone well. Yeah. And furthermore, the thing that really got under my skin mm-hmm. was... So they play the they replayed the clip about her saying how he already has two strikes against him, mm-hmm. and Keisha asks, "Okay, well, what would be the deal breaker?" And she goes, "Well, if he had a bad attitude about it, which he didn't." And I'm like, "You mean like your bad attitude about this? Right? Like, are, are you kidding me? The bad attitude you've had from the start of the wedding." I know. So I'm 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 the driver of the anti. Kirsten bus right now. I'm not having it. I'm, I'm not, not excited it about it. I'm bummed because Shaquille is a t- total catch. Yes. And he deserves someone who can like fully appreciate him. And I'm so annoyed. I'm just like, really? You put him with this pretty princess who's going to pick him apart? Like, this man is like successful and is a really good person and has great taste and has, you know, like, yeah. there's, what are you doing? Anything else on them? No. No, we'll see what how the ceremony goes if we get any more comfortability. Oh yeah. yeah, sorry, the reception. Yeah. What pictures are going to be like? Are we going to be forcing smiles? Mhm. Cuz I will say this again. I believe that they are a good match. Like if she could get her head out of her ass. Like I think that they are a good match. Mm-hmm. But I think that she might be too rigid and picky that she is missing. Like she's one of those people that's going to miss what's right in front of her, you know? Yeah. We hope we're wrong. Moving I, I on. think uh, potentially Shaquille and Gina are the two people that after their marriages inevitably don't work up, mm. work out. People are going to be fit. lining. People are going to be lining up. Oh, right. I thought you meant together, but yeah, no, for no. sure. I just think that like, yeah, they're going to be fan favorites that won't have problems getting dates after this. Yes. Yeah. Let's move on to Chris and Nicole. So cute. So cute. Okay. I just have to say a few things, you guys. So I, we did a poll last week to see how people felt about her. Like, do you think that she, do you get a kick out of her? Do you like her? Or do you find her annoying? Way more people find her annoying than get a kick out of her. And that's fine. We both think that like, okay, there's usually a cast member that like fills this sort of like spazzy manic role that like where you go, this is either going to be endlessly entertaining and you're going to fall in love with her or you're going to be running for the hills. Let's use some examples. Lindsay from Boston is an example of someone who at the top, you're like, this could go a couple ways. And quickly you realize it was just a nightmare on Elm Street. But then like Kristen from San Diego, she presented kind of all over the place and intense. And she was a complete fan favorite by the end of the season. I personally think Nicole is more in line with that. Mm, interesting. Good I, point. Like, we were surprised to see how much disdain people have. And then, so we didn't watch the episode the night of. 
And I got a DM from someone saying, are you eating crow on Nicole now? And so we're both like, oh, God, what does Nicole do? Like, she's going to turns out she's psycho. I'm waiting for it the whole episode. And I'm like, what am I missing? Like, what am I missing? And like someone said, like, oh, that was she was totally peeing with her sweat moment. And I'm like excuse me, a trickling sweaty leg butt is like the most relatable human thing on the planet. Like, of course she wasn't standing and peeing. I just, people are hating. You're and too into the DMs. Um, <laughs> says the person that is not running our social needs. Someone <laughs> has to do it. But these are all of this to say, when you guys weigh in, we take it seriously and we get intrigued by it and talk about it. And this is one where we're like, damn, like, I, I don't know if people feel differently after this episode now, but that one DM like really threw me with the like, eat. I'm like, no, I'm not eating crow. I finished it. I am not eating crow. I still love her. Yeah. <laughs> I think Nicole, you make a good point. Every season needs a Nicole. And I just think she's going to be, you know, obviously she is a bit much and she, but she self owns that. Mm -hmm. And She's going to be the perfect person that once this group all gets together is kind of like the MC or drives yeah. the keeps the, everyone on task with the activities and the, the games. Yeah. And moves conversation from like, I yes. just think it's a perfect place. Someone that you want at a dinner table. Yeah. Asking the questions, giving the long winded responses. Yeah. It makes for good television. Yeah. I We laughed so hard when. She was, okay, like, it just needs to be said, the tux and the wedding dress shopping, it's so damn boring. Like, please save us. Save yeah, us Yeah, I need this like, e end like way edited out. It is, I'm spending this way too much time. This is not say yes time. to the dress. Yeah, I, I just, it bothers me so much. It's it, the champagne, the guys have to drink the whiskey because that's a guy's drink. And it's like, <laughs> can we have some guys drinking some rosé here, please? Like, yeah. come on. And <laughs> it's just all. It's a waste. It's repetitive. I never learn anything new about them that really like bolsters my opinion. You know, it's like a rare off comment that you go, oh, but like nothing that, fe anyway. I mean, we could get weddings done in two episodes rather than three if I we agree. just cut out. All of this bullshit. But we laugh so hard when her mom's like, what about this dress? And she goes, no, I don't want to try that on. But thank you for asking. <laughs> She's very concerned about her looks not being up to par for him. And he is too. And he is too. Yeah. I just love this couple. I think they are so well matched. It, they just seem both so sincere. Yes. And earnest. Yeah. Um, they're so like, I'm not hundred percent sure what earnest means, but I think it works in yeah, this context. Do. Okay. Okay. It's like, they're just, they're real people and you can feel it and they're sweet and they mean what they say and they've been through some shit and like all they want is just their companion who wants to equally love them back and live life together with them. And it just, it feels like a really good fit because they're both so open. They're not like ego-y. Yeah, so... That being said, I can't decide if I want more impressions or less impressions. Because this friend I'm, is such a bad friend. I want it to be known that this, this time that the impressions happened is because this bad friend just 
suggests out of the blue that he should do some impressions for her off the bat. At and the wedding. Not good. We got Morgan Freeman. That didn't sound anything Morgan? close. Okay, I was I wanted to make sure I didn't mishear that because there was nothing Morgan Freeman that happened. No, and the, the first okay. So the friend says that, which totally eggs him on. Clearly, he just loves any opportunity. So he starts right on cue. The first imitation is unintelligible. It is gibberish. <laughs> he just starts going. I was like, is this the warm up prep for Arnold? Is this someone else? Like, who am I supposed to know what this is? Then we move on to Arnold. Then the supposed Morgan Freeman. I am so baffled. Uh, stop the impressions. Stop it. But- Superman, Jamie. <laughs> put okay, your but they down. both got each other really thoughtful, very, like similar energy wedding gifts. Yes. I mean, he went fancy. He got her a freaking diamond necklace on top of the ring. Do we think it's diamond or is it CZ? Oh, I guess it could be CZ, but I just feel like if you're going to do a statement give like that, you go diamond. I think it's a diamond. And then like a bracelet with like a certain kind of crystal that like has all this symbolic meaning. And she had given him crystals with symbolic meanings that she wrote in the card. I was like, this is so cute. Love a good exchanging of rocks. And she, she moonstone, cellulite, selenite. <laughs> cellulite. That's not selenite. a crystal. Selenite. She gets very emotional because she she basically says like she's never had a man do a gesture like this for her. It's very sweet. So we find out when she comes down the aisle almost immediately. That not only did he guess her name, but she predicted his name. I need the tape on this. This is insane. They must not have tape. Otherwise, and then someone like backed her up and was like, she did. She said it. So that's insane. I'm sorry. That's enough for me. These two are meant to be clearly like the universe incepted their brains with each other's names. So, I mean, she was very nervous at the top, but. Then it kind of, and and then I felt like it sort of switched. Like by the end, she was way more comfortable and out of her shell and he seemed a little more nervous, like just a little overwhelmed by everything. Mm -hmm. But it didn't feel like he was like afraid of her. And I love that we learned in both of their, I mean, also we need the story on Nicole surprising her mother with a stripper. Need that story down the road. Um, But both families... Make it clear that both of these people are motor mouths. Mm-hmm. He's been known to tell a repeat story many a time. I think that they're like maybe almost the same person. Yeah. And I, while we're talking about this, mm-hmm. I just want to shout out the friends and family this year who they finally seem like they know how to write a welcome bio bio about Mm -hmm. their person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think everyone, all of America collectively saw last year when (laughs) Nate's family said he's a freak in the sheets. Oh my God. And I think now we finally- Well, don't speak too soon. We haven't had Eris's wedding yet. Yeah, this is true. The reformed one. Um, But it seems like we finally have some solid bios here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Praise. Their vows were nice. 
Chris's side interview is physically. I think she's great. She looks really good. And I was just like, Chris, can we use <laughs> some adjectives? Can we maybe say beautiful or pretty? I just, but, but I feel he seems, he seems into her. Yeah. Right. I yeah, mean, they just get right into it post ceremony. Yeah. Like they're talking about pet names. And- oh yeah, they're going a million miles. She's like, I want to kiss him. I want to ask him about his thing. I want to. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, She's like, I just want to know everything. I mean, what do I want to ask my husband? I want to ask him everything. And then, oh, and then she very intensely says in her side interview, if it doesn't work out with him, she doesn't deserve to be anyone's wife because he is literally her dream guy in every way. And I was like, cute, intense. Yeah. Like, which one is it? I don't know. That kind of seems like the theme for Nicole. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have any other thoughts on them at this time? No, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited for this couple. Yeah. You got to have, be optimistic about someone here. Yeah, they're our number one for sure. Well, we'll see next week when the power rankings come out. (laughs) Right. But wouldn't you say as they stand, we have the most hope about them? Yes, we do. Okay, let's move on to a couple that we have much less hope for. But somewhat, I don't know. I kind of, weddings kind of rope me in. Yeah. It's kind of impossible for me not to get roped in. Mm -hmm. As much as, like, throughout this episode, I was like, uh, uh. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I had moments kind of going back and forth. We're we're talking about Gene and Clint. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I had moments of in their segments of being like, oh, this could be cute. And oh no, the red flags are out again. They're out. Um, The red flags are waving. And when, if you haven't watched After Party yet, watch it because we get a lot more information specifically from Gina about Clint in that day. And I'm just like, no, no. She wasn't even trying that hard on After Party to seem like she was still ever into him. Like Mm. she talks about how, well, okay, something we find out in after party is that she felt no physical chemistry with him, oh, which yes. we haven't even watched her in real time really react that way yet. Yeah. Because we've just seen her be very smiley and sweet, but that's what she says was actually going on in real time. Was that like that just click, which it's weird. Cause he's of course seems very taken by her beauty. Mm-hmm. So she's not that attracted to him. Clint loves quote the concept that was not the right answer. Another Clint quote. I hope the family is super cool. And if they're not, I'm going to f- force them to be super cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he makes a point to say he's had 65 partners. Very interesting. This Choice? was the very interesting nugget. I mean, this is a, I'm not going to judge you, Clint, but just a bizarre like a bizarre Choice. nugget of information to reveal about yourself the it was, day you're getting married. Right. And I think it was part of his way of going, I mean, I've had 65 partners and I still haven't found the one. And I'm like, yeah, okay. It tracks your 40 year old man who's never been in like, who's mostly been uh, an F boy. Mm. Like, I don't think those 65 partners were a part of your quest for love, bro. Like, (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, and you're just and and honestly, the more that he talks, like the less I can stand him. Like later when well, he's that's the first indication of I he's just, a braggy I just, bro. He is a braggy dude. He really is. Um, yeah, we get we, after the wedding. Ugh. He's like, you know, I consult a multi-million dollar company, hundred million plus businesses. I'm like, cool, dude. I don't care. Literally couldn't care less. Like, I mean, that's cool in a regular conversation for them down the road. But the fact that that's what you lead with, all you had to say is I'm a consultant in tech. Yeah. I'm a tech consultant. Okay. Let's go back to the wedding. Okay. We kind of skipped over that. Okay. Um, first of all, oh, the tuck shopping. Mm-hmm. I need to know what Clint's crocodile Dundee friend does. <laughs> Why we are we- wearing a weathered hat everywhere all the time. It is a Dundee time. hat, if I'm I like, ever saw a Dundee hat. I'm thinking hat. about it, and I'm like, where? I'm like, oh, we're in Nashville. This isn't like the panhandle. Yeah. We're not wrestling, wrestling gators. <laughs> like, I, I just, I'm just very I know. confused. Okay. I know. Anyway, back to the wedding. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't have like a ton for them. Like, he was very happy to see her. She seemed very happy. She had her mouth very open and like a a scream, laugh, joy facial for like the whole thing. I didn't like that he did not compliment her when they met at the altar. Oh, he didn't? No, I did not catch. Oh my God, ew. No, the audacity of him. Um, I mean, her vows weren't really vows. It was like a sweet letter. There wasn't much substance. I think what, what we've saying. what we've gained in family bio ability, <laughs> we've lost in couples' ability to write vows. Because mm. I've been pretty underwhelmed this this year so far. Yeah, with the first three weddings I've seen. Well, and I mean, like, Shaq's. I like Shaq's, but yeah. Riddle me this: this long ass kiss. Oh yeah. I mean, like I wrote, she seems stoked. Because she did, I mean, she was like game for that kiss. That kiss was long. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I almost feel like the most information that we got actually about the day came in after party. So like. I was surprised to see that she, that there was some attraction issues. Me too. Because Because of that long kiss. I mean, and I kind of, I don't know. I don't think personally, I don't think Clint is like all cracked L that he thinks he is. No. Looks wise. No. Um, And then it kind of made sense because I was confused at after party at first when she's like, oh, we have some attraction things here. That's that's kind of weird. And then I remember back to because we find out they live in the same building. Oh, my God. Yes. How am I missing the most crucial detail? And 505. A little tell here. Is she goes, yeah, you kind of look familiar. I've probably talked to you in the elevator. I talked to everyone in the elevator. And I'm like, okay, girl, if you thought that this guy was hot, you would have definitely remembered him from the elevator. Am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, but he's just acting like he's never seen her in his life. Yeah. Very weird. Which is confusing. So she opens up more about this. And because Keisha's like, how did they pull this off? And she, so she talks about how like they, they almost got caught, the production company, mm-hmm. because they were there a day apart. Like they were there one day for 
him and one day for her. And she, they were all outside, like getting ready to go upstairs to his apartment. And she like walk, I don't know if she like was walking out to walk her dog or what, but she like runs into them and she's like, Hey guys, like, wait, what? Like I thought, And they made up some story like, oh, we had to get some like establishing shots of the building. Oh, like they were probably pooping their pants (laughs) when they saw her. But that's crazy. That's insane to me. And obviously they they like were very aware of that and thought that that would be fun. I'm just like, that's a huge risk you guys took. Yeah, like huge risk to do that on purpose. But so she says this like Keisha's like, so how are you? Like, what's your experience of the wedding at this point? And she's like, it's, I'm just not feeling any physical chemistry. The sparks aren't flying. And Keisha says, well, how do you fix that? And she literally like sighs and is like, I don't know, Keisha. I don't know. And I was just like, okay, this is not a good sign because you're supposed to be on like your best fakest behavior right now for this after party. And mm-hmm. you can't even like muster it. So I don't see anything good in the future of this couple. And then we find out that like they exchanged gifts. She had oh, custom crystal champagne glasses, like with their wedding day engraved on them and a 16 year aged whiskey, like sort of play on the season 16 of it all sent to him meaningful, thoughtful, not like inventing the will by any means, but it was a nice, sweet gesture. He sent her sailing gloves. Sailing gloves. Just sailing gloves. I don't even know if they were wrapped. Yeah, I don't Because <laughs> all I saw in that shot that they showed in After Party was like, someone handing them to her. Could you imagine going, huh? if, if we were on this and like, I gave you like a golf club. Oh my God. <laughs> Just like here, I'm into this. Here's it's like some- <laughs> the most self-involved thing. I, I just. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. And it's like of all the, and it's lame. Like it's gloves. It's gloves. They're not cute. They're just, it's no. They're it's, not even pink. No, it's so, <laughs> it's the most selfish gift giving. I just cannot. And then something she brings up on After Party as well is that with the guy she was with last, it ended because he was still like a party boy and like taking shots on a Tuesday and she was just over it. Yeah. And he's a musician. I was like, I just don't know. Like, that's just another thing. I don't think that Clint is, I don't know if he's that level. But he does give off some of those vibes. Like, he gives off the vibes of someone who likes to think that he is the equivalent of Leonardo DiCaprio on a yacht with women in encrusted bikinis. <laughs> yeah. I think the more like we got, the more time. he's that guy. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, the more time we spent with Clint, I was like, I don't, I just You're don't think you are. Like, you know your way around a sailboat. Cool. Right. Very cool. But like. You're not all that in a bag of potato chips, guy. So it's I, so weird. Ugh. Clint to me has got like it's weird that he's in Nashville. I kind of keep forgetting because I'm thinking like sailboat yeah. and last season with San Diego. Yeah, like Clint seems like a San Diego guy to me. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Eris and Jasmine, Doctor Pepper. 
refers to him as the quote reformed player. Again, I ask you, according to who and to what? I just, and you know what? Honestly, I am so done with us just like accepting what they tell us they are, like on the most surface of levels. Yeah. Old soul, reformed player. Don't even get because me I decided yesterday that I was reforming my player ways. The day before I heard that. This mofo I was on his it. wedding day from his room, his like groom suite looks out into the Nashville cityscape and says, shout out to the streets. It's been real. I'm getting married now. The streets that he was in 14 days ago. Like, and he's even, and he's doing a send off. Like this is not a man ready to be married. And I, I just feel like it was like, it was just so obvious that none of his family believes that he has changed in any way. And they are all like one of his family members refers to him doing this as, quote, going cold turkey. Mm, not a good Excuse word. me. That means that they all like it's I don't know. I it's like I feel like the most information we've gotten about Eris is watching the way the people around him are reacting to the fact that he's doing this. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say when the whole reformed player thing, if I was him, I'd be like, okay, there's more to me than this. But at the same time, he's not really doing anything to show that no. there's more to him than this. No. Like, I'm like, I'm bigger than, I would be like, I'm bigger than this tagline, but he's out there bidding farewell. Right. To my fuck way ways. Yes. I just. Okay. I have a question for you. Okay. What do you, and like, I'm sorry, Jasmine's getting almost no airtime because like all the focus was on Eris in this couple this week. It's just the way it is. But, uh, so his cousin, the one with the one who was the most adamant, like you should not be doing this. What are you doing? Like you can't go from like not having a girlfriend in 15 years to just marrying a stranger. And so his cousin approaches him, the one who's not down before it happens. And she's clearly still very apprehensive. She's just like, look, I'm hearing a lot of, I hope this, I hope I'm ready. I hope that. And I just want you to really think about what you're doing. And for me, I received it as just like, damn, this shows you how, I I think she's worried for this woman that he's about to marry. Like Mm. she's saying, you have all this hope that you're just suddenly going to not be a fuckboy anymore because you decided. But like, that's not how it works. You have to like, but it's interesting because dad texted me and dad felt like she crossed the line with that. And that like, at this point, you either need to be like supportive or jump, like g- get out. And I was like, that's really interesting. So he just saw this cousin as this totally like negative force that's like trying to bring him down and like, not being supportive. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm learning from this cousin that like everyone else needs to run for the hills from Eris. That's how I took it. But I'm curious what you thought about that. I, you know, that's a good point. And I'm kind of on board with, with what your dad said. I I think that you have, (laughs) that sounds convenient. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true though. I think that you have up until a certain point, to voice concerns and 
but we've we've crossed we've gotten too far like we've gone what has the conversation been for the last two weeks leading up to this very weird to just be like we can leave right now like i don't know we're here we we're here like yeah the people screened him dr pepper and cal (laughs) chose him whatever like i don't know i'm just hoping the fact that i think i said this last week i'm hoping the fact that he's able to have some perspective about being almost 40 mm-hmm. this is where we're at and same with clint can we like put our big boy pants on and step up and be a husband here that's my hope oh that's a lot of hope i just i don't i don't trust him with the 10 foot pole i really don't i don't i don't i don't i hope i'm wrong i would love like there's nothing i love more than someone Proving me wrong in storylines like this. I'm really excited to see their wedding, actually. next. I'm really excited for the next two weddings. I feel like it has potential to be messy. It, yeah. Like, especially with this cousin. Like, is she going to approach Jasmine? Yeah. I would love that. That would be good TV. So, TBD. I mean, like, really, poor Jasmine got, like, like she's beautiful and great. And she's just, I have nothing new to say about her other than um, I'm, like, does her mom actively have breast cancer right now? Because that's really intense. Yeah, I was a little unclear about like that. Like she said, like three months ago, we thought she might not ever see this day, which then is like, oh my God, was this even more of a driving factor in you doing this whole process? Yeah. Like, Add ja- you know, I'm going to throw Jasmine in the list with Shaq and Gina of yeah. people that aren't going to have problems finding dates after this. Yeah, and like, being matched with people that don't deserve them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I just don't have high hopes. And I just feel like he even made reference to like the work I've been doing the last couple of years. I've read some books and I'm just like, okay, well, whatever books you read, you were still effing some rando two weeks ago. Yeah. Three months into you doing this process of supposedly preparation for marriage. It's not a great look. I just can't. I can't. Okay. Anything else on them? No. Finally, we have McKinley and Dominique. Barely have anything on them. We saw the least of them. I didn't write anything down for this couple because as soon as she came on the screen, she said old soul and I just checked out. Okay, well, this <laughs> old soul, who's really just a perfectly normal 25-year-old person. Yes. I just have to admit it, something about her really bugs me. And I'm like, I don't I don't like just being bugged for no reason by someone because it makes me feel like a bitch. But like, maybe it's just all the old soul shit. But right now, Dom is hard for me. And just like when she, I just, I'm like not buying it. But then like at the end, she said the right things about why she's ready to do this. She's like, I'm ready to learn and love and grow with someone. Like, why not now? Like, and then I was like, fuck, she's nice. Why, why do I find her annoying? Why, why? what's wrong with me? I don't know. I mean, do, you, is, obviously I feel the same way. Okay. And I feel unapologetic about it. Okay. So. Okay. And then. The only thing, the only note I put about Mac is because of this, he told his, like, you know, the family that he's kind of treating as his family there. He tells them that he thinks he's ready to set down roots here. 
And it's like, they're all hearing it for the first time. Mm. And I'm just like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, I thought you've lived here for two years. And why have you been living with this random family for two years? And what happened? Like, did you? What's going on with the cannabis Did your grow camp, like, get raided? And that's why we're here? Like, what brought us here today? I need more info. I don't know. I just, I can't wait for next week for Dom's mom to compare him to Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, that is just that was hilarious. Not good. Oh my god, she was like, I mean, yeah, he could be nice, but I mean, he seems or looks nice, but so did Jeffrey Dahmer. Wow. Oh my god. Take back those words. (laughs) Um. So yeah, the most exciting thing for me with this week for this couple was watching next week's preview. Yeah, I mean, we have nothing to go off of for them. It does seem like. We're going to get some heavy grillings next week. Oh, yeah. I'm People excited for that. Coming from the top rope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We know how we feel about these. They're necessary episodes, and yet they feel like fluffy, and you just want to like get to the good stuff already. There's not a lot of substance. Yeah, here. exactly. So, not a pomp and circumstance. Yeah. Like, I feel like I should have more to add, but I don't. Do you? I don't. I'm excited. You know, I think we have one more week. I'm hoping only one more week of weddings. Yeah. Um, then we got power rankings are debuting next week. Then honeymoons. I have no idea where they're going for their honeymoons. I know. I hope they go somewhere like far away. Mm. Like they actually yeah. do a real. Maybe Key West. <laughs> no, I mean. Grand Cayman. No, it would be cool if they left the country. Okay. Or yeah. Grand Cayman, I suppose is. Yeah. Anyway, we're rambling. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, you guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Subscribing and leaving a review on particularly the Apple Podcast um, platform, but really any of the platforms. It goes such a long way in just helping us become more searchable um, and bringing more people to hear the pod. There will be links in the show notes um, to our Instagram and our TikTok. Get on there, follow us, do the polls with us. It's a fun way to like keep LOLing about everything until the next episode. And we do have our Buy Me a Coffee website that I will also link where you can go and contribute to the pod being produced and made on a weekly basis if you feel so inclined. We appreciate you and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.